I think that most people will say that they've learned more from their mistakes than they did from their successes, yet being wrong remains one of the most feared outcomes in life. In this podcast, I share lessons learned from mistakes that have helped me to become a more authentic version of myself. I believe that the key to personal growth starts with being okay with not always getting it right. My name is Lonnie Woods III, and this is What I Did Wrong. Compassion, warmth, understanding, connectedness, recognition, listening. All of these words stem from another word, and that word is empathy, which is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another person. I don't remember exactly when I learned about this beautiful E word, but once I did, I began researching and found the benefits of empathy and I became more intentional with practicing it within my life. Actually, I do remember my earliest memory of formally being taught about empathy was from my mom. Anytime a person would ask her for money on the street, she would just give it to them without doubt, without question. And one day she turned to me and said, if a homeless person asks you for money, you give to them from your heart. You do not worry about what they will do with it. You just give. And that was the beginning of my journey of not judging people, of trying to understand where they're coming from and, you know, reacting to their situations with empathy. Empathy seems very difficult for some people which I find kind of challenging because I believe that we all desire empathy. Like, I think we all can think of a time where we wanted someone to apply empathy or grace to us when we were going through a tough time or when we made a mistake. So why is it so hard for some people to show empathy? Well, the cool thing about empathy is that we are hardwired for it. We all have what it takes to apply empathy because we are all human and the human experience is very connected. Yes, we are all very different and unique in a lot of different ways, but the core of who we are is quite identical. So that means that in order to not show empathy, you have to actually ignore a part of yourself in an effort to maintain your perspective. So why make it difficult? Let's try to just apply some empathy. So when I discovered what empathy was and I actively started applying it to my relationships, it really shifted the way that I looked at other people, looked at their experiences, and I became way less judgmental. The time in my life where I felt that my beliefs were the least empathetic and when I was around some of the most I guess, unempathetic people in my whole life was when I was heavily involved with the Christian church. So in my experience, uh, there's a lot of validity to when people say church people are so judgmental. And after engaging with the American Christian church for several years, I kind of understand why. The way that many religious institutions teach Christianity, it places an immediate separation between Christians who are, let's just say, for a binary example, good people 
who have been saved and then everybody else who are like bad people or people who haven't been saved or who haven't received the good news. And so the impact of that sort of separation results in a lot of elitism and a lack of empathy for those who are not in a place that the Christian people in many occasions see themselves. They see themselves as authorities of how people should move through life and how they should live and what decisions they should make and how they should dress and how they should show up and how they should uh, act. And oftentimes they're not able to connect with the basic human functions that remind them that we all deserve love and understanding. Which is totally wild because in Christianity, that's the whole core of it is love and understanding. But anyway, a lot of what happens in the Christian church, too, is that people tend to rely on the fact that they have fundamental differences of opinion or around people's lifestyle. So in many of the Christian spaces I engaged in, the word disagree is weaponized to somehow show some semblance of niceness or to be PC while not applying any empathy at all to another person's experience. So for instance, like if there was a person who let's say was gay, um, sometimes a Christian's response to that would be like, well, I don't agree with your lifestyle, but right. So it's like, whatever's after that, but doesn't matter because you already have created this idea that you are in a space to approve or to agree or disagree about my lifestyle. Um, and agreeing with someone's lifestyle has nothing to do with treating them like a decent human and uh, human and understanding what they're going through. There's also this popular saying in a black church that goes, I don't agree with your lifestyle, but I love you. Or I don't love the sin, but I love the sin. And I don't love the sin, but I love the sinner. All these things that I think help people to avoid being empathetic, but also try to have some type of sense of responsibility for their mission or their um, proposed goal within the faith. So these phrases and these attitudes, they do a really bad job of showing empathy to people in my experience. And um, especially when those people have various identities and experiences that fall outside of a particular culture or a practice within the church. During the few years that I identified as Christian, I became more judgmental and I made assumptions about people before even getting to know them, which is not necessarily only because of the Christian culture. It's something that a lot of people do in a lot of different cultures, but that was a big mistake. And the cool thing about empathy is that you do not have to know someone deeply to empathize with them. So it is a really simple act that can make a world of difference. Empathy is important because it helps us to understand how others are feeling so we can respond appropriately to situations. Unfortunately, many of us are taught to disconnect from something or someone if it's not just like us. Think about bullying. Think about racism. Think about homophobia. Think about the food crisis in America. Think about homelessness. Anytime we turn a blind eye to something, we're not showing empathy because we don't want to connect with the part of us that we see in that person because we disagree or because we don't want to be involved with the issue as a whole. We don't apply empathy because empathy would make us then connect, which would then make us have to either do something about it or at least listen 
So for me, empathy for others comes naturally, though. You know, as a self-identified empath, which now I have the language for, I believe that we all have to be open to learn in order to become better people. And I have had to learn how to manage my own emotions when it comes to taking other people's problems on though. So kind of the dark side of being an empath is that you can really take on other people's problems and energies and emotions and you may encounter some of the experiences and emotions that they have. And if you aren't balancing yourself by checking in and self-regulating, you can easily become the type of person who takes on everybody else's stuff and weight and baggage and you become weighed down. So empathy is not about being weighed down. It's about connecting and it's about relating. Welcome to the new standard of pre-love shopping. Welcome to The Shop. The Shop is a thoughtfully curated online boutique featuring a unique selection of pre-loved and vintage accessories, clothing, and home items that are one of a kind, just like you. Check out The Shop today at LonnieWasTheThird.com forward slash The Shop. And don't forget to sign up to be a Shop VIP member at LonnieWasTheThird.com forward slash Shop VIP. You will receive 10% off of your first purchase. Welcome to The Shop. One of a kind, just like you. Right. So you don't have to take it on like just because I'm, you know, listening to your story and I'm letting you know that I'm here for you and that I hear you and I see you doesn't mean that I have to carry your bags for you. And that is what empathy is all about. Empathy is about letting someone know that you see them, that they are visible. They're not indelible. They're not erased. You know, so that is one of the first steps to showing empathy is letting someone be recognized. So if you're someone who wants to show more empathy and you're listening, I wanted to give you some practical tips that have helped me and that have helped some others in order to show empathy to other people. So my first tip is to be open to different people with different perspectives. I think this is the biggest one. So when you encounter someone who you typically would dismiss or someone who you feel like you know so much about based on their identity or their background or how much money you think they make or how much money you know they make, just any varying characteristics that you judge someone before you get to know them, try not to do that. Try to be open, be open to different perspectives. I think this is also super important in romantic relationships and also in parent children relationships. I work with teenagers and I teach them and oftentimes they let me know that they don't feel understood or seen by adults because sometimes adults do not apply empathy to student perspectives. So the next tip is to let go of trying to be right or trying to win someone over. And what I mean by that is that it's very difficult to show empathy when you're trying to be right, when you're trying to win, when you're trying to win the argument. It's not an argument when there's empathy involved. It is simply showing up and letting the person know that you understand. So try your best to not fight during (laughs) 
someone explaining something to you or sharing something with you. It's not a fight. It's not a time for you to be right. It's not a time for them to be wrong or vice versa. There is no one trying to win. Empathy is not a competition. It's a gesture. The third tip is to listen to gain understanding and remove your option from the equation. So what that means is that sometimes we listen to respond as opposed to listen to understand. So you can look up or Google communication activities that can help you to do something called active listening. When we are actively listening, that means that we're not distracted and that we're giving someone our full attention. It's much easier to apply empathy. Something else you can do to help you to kind of build your empathetic muscle is to remember a time where you felt a similar way or perhaps in a different scenario, you felt the same way. So what that means is like, for instance, let's say someone's telling you about a time where their partner abandoned them. So maybe you have never had a partner abandon you, but maybe you remember what it felt like when a friend abandoned you or when a parent abandoned you. It doesn't have to be the same exact situation in order for you to show empathy. It's just you connecting to sometimes a part of you that has experienced that same, again, human emotion around whatever the person's going through. That can help you to kind of connect the dots and not separate yourself from that person. Another tip is to focus on the root of the experience and not the leaves. I got this analogy from a former therapist of mine, and I love it. So what she says is that the root of something is why it's happening, right? But the leaves are how it shows up. So oftentimes when we're not being empathetic, we're focusing on the leaves. We're focusing on what the person looks like or what the experience sounds like to us, but we're not connecting to the root. So using the example that I had before of someone being abandoned. So the core of that situation is abandonment, right? But you may be focusing on the relationship or what you think they could have done differently and trying to be right. So then you're focusing on the leaves and therefore it's difficult for you to connect and empathize because you fundamentally feel like you would have done something different. Have you ever been talking to someone and they say, oh, if that were me, I would have done it this way. That's not showing empathy because you're making it about you and you're telling the person what you would have done. Another tip is not to judge a person. I mean, this one is really simple, but really just try to be open. Don't worry about trying to have an opinion about what they're telling you. Just try to listen and don't judge them. Another empathetic response that you can have when someone is sharing something with you is acknowledging their pain. Perhaps the best thing you can do is to acknowledge how the other person is feeling. Simply saying, wow, it sounds like you're really sad right now or it sounds like you're really emotional or depressed or whatever. People in pain just really want to be heard. They want to be validated. So you can say things like, I'm sorry you're going through this or wow, that really sucks. Or I hate that this happened to you or that must be hard or that sounds really challenging. Practicing using these kind of phrases can be really helpful to make people feel like you empathize with them. 
Another thing you can do is share how you feel. Sometimes it's okay to simply just say, hey, I don't know what to say right now. And that you're having a hard time imagining what it would be like to experience what the other person is going through. That can be so helpful. Some things you can say is like, wow, I don't know what to say. Or I can't imagine what you must be going through. Or I wish I could make it better. These are the types of statements that really make it easier for someone to feel seen and affirmed because you're sharing your emotions even if you don't know what to do next. The next thing you can do is show gratitude that the person opened up. I find that in especially romantic relationships, it's very important that I'm verbally affirmed, right? Like, I love it when a person says, hey, like, thank you so much for being open. I know that wasn't easy. That can be really helpful. Telling someone, thank you for sharing that, or I'm glad you told me, or thank you for trusting me with this. A lot of the issues and challenges that we face in life is because we are in situations where we're not able to be our full selves and be vulnerable. And a lot of that trauma happened to us in childhood in some cases. So we're not able to open up. So when we do finally open up, it's super important to be affirmed. And that really shows empathy. You have to show interest. You have to say things like, how are you feeling about everything? What has this been like for you? I want to make sure I understand, like really let that person know that you are invested in understanding. Again, going back to my earlier point, though, you're invested in understanding. You're not invested in taking it on. Right. There's a big fundamental difference. Be encouraging, of course, This doesn't mean that you have to agree. You simply just have to be mindful about making sure that the person feels encouraged. You matter. You are worthy. I'm in your corner. I love you. Not saying things like this too shall pass or, you know, karma is going to come back or this will be over soon. Don't make those kind of sweeping promises that we've been taught because they don't really work. They don't really do anything for people. Let them know that you're proud of them. Just be supportive and that can go a long way. There's no real script for empathy, right? So you have to try different things. The reality is that It's less about what you say and more about showing up and listening well, being an active listener. So hopefully those examples were kind of helpful if you're trying to be empathetic to people around you. Empathy is when an employer that does not have kids gives an employee with kids more flexibility and options for childcare. Empathy is that feeling you may get when you hear a story about a woman experiencing a miscarriage or when a friend is going through a breakup or they lost a parent or they're sick or someone who you didn't think was good for them breaks up with them. Instead of saying, I told you so, you give them a hug. You let them know that I can't I can't imagine what you're going through. This must be difficult for you. I'm here for you. Without empathy, we can fall into the habit of judging people or dismissing things that we do not understand. Maybe because we tell ourselves that we disagree or we fundamentally do not align with how someone shows up. Or maybe we're trying to separate ourselves from that human emotion because we don't want to feel the pain.
what I did wrong is that in different times in my life, I didn't apply empathy to people's situations, experiences, emotions, and that caused me to be hardened towards them or to immediately judge what they were going through. But what I've learned is that without empathy, we can fall into the habit of judging people or dismissing things that we do not understand because we tell ourselves that we disagree or fundamentally we don't align with how someone else shows up. But what I've learned is that it's not my job to police how you show up. It's not my job to agree with who you are, how you identify, or how you live your life. What it's my job to do is to listen, to focus, to give you the opportunity to feel seen and to feel heard, to feel connected, to feel recognized, and to feel, most importantly, connected to humanity. Thank you for tuning in to the What I Did Wrong podcast. Be sure to follow the show over on Instagram at What I Did Wrong Podcast. There are new episodes bi weekly on Wednesdays. Until next time, remember that mistakes do not define you and regret was meant to refine you. I'm your host, Lonnie Was the Third, leaving you in love, peace, and style. <laughs>